Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Nope, no time for that intro lads, we're back off to sea. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autopia, episode 41, A Day in Court. I'll do intros. I'm going to double check that my lounge door is locked and Mark's not escaped out the balcony again. Good show. Actually, not everyone else is on the balcony because hello and welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies. My name is Alex, and since I'm in the DMC, it means we're back in Tales of Autovia. But before we begin, let's just go around the table and say hi to everyone once again and see who they're playing. Let's start with Kerry, followed by the dog on the sofa. It's just one of those days. Hello, yes, I am Kerry, and I will be playing Ran, the barbarian slash fighter Noel. And this, for her first ever speaking appearance, is Izzy. And she will be playing Scout. Who's Scout? Well, if you weren't in the last duo session, then that's, I don't know, man, something for you to find out, I guess. Sad. Hello, I am Chad, and today I will be playing everyone's favorite, tortliest of tortles, barbarianist of barbarians, monkest of monks, broest of bros, Picasso, Braz, the total barbarian monk. Oh, so I'm Matt, and I am playing Captain Reed Toscoville, old knife finger to his friends. Uh, last scene, uh, riding a T-Rex. A way to fucking give it away. <laughs> and lastly, Caitlin. What up? I'm Caitlin. I play Elisalir, the human monk warlock whose relationship status with literally everything has changed to shit's fucked, yo. What a perfect segue into what happened last time. So, obviously, in the we won't go into what actually happened before this because that's a, that's a duo session between two characters. But what happened before that was quite an interesting thing. Obviously, the crew managed to find the information that incriminated the king of the navy. Turns out he was a member of the cult wanted to help bring on the end and turns out this is a terrible inch this is a terrible thing i'm gonna have to record this later on simple recap obviously you guys fought the dragon turns out avius is being resurrected by the cult that you've been fighting turns out that the members of the cult you've killed are actually the members who are against avius's resurrection 
And now it turns out that the dragon is off to Eunork to capture the elder and slaughter whoever stands in his way. But we'll continue from there. So it's about nine in the morning at this point. The sun's starting to peek over the sea, turning turn the sky orange around everyone. The weather's cheered up a bit. Seem, the crew seems to wander around the deck a bit confused as Ran and Reed have gone missing but we won't start with them we'll start downstairs in Ran and Picasso's room Picasso what are you up to? obviously in the last session you learned that your home was about to be invaded and totals were going to die if something is not done uh, after disposing of everything on the ship that wasn't nailed down or essential to ensure extra speed to New Atlas, Picasso's just been in his room. And, you know, it hasn't turned better, Picasso's mood. So Picasso's in a state of going from rampant crying to, like, furious rage. But he's just locked himself in the room and won't respond to anyone until they get to New Atlas. So as you sit there just contemplating everything at this point, you start to feel this weird, warm, fuzzy glow as your hands suddenly turn really hot. And they start to glow. Picasso is just like kind of staring at his now glowing hands like I don't know I don't know if this is you Elder Tortle but I'll get there I'll, I'll fucking get there bro and I'm gonna punch a wall as you put your fist through the wall whenever you've Whenever you've been in combat before, it, there's always a residual pain to punching stuff. I mean, you punches off of your bare hands, so obviously there is always that bit of sting in there. But as you punch the wall, you don't feel any pain at all through your hands. And that is because your mini boon gives you, turns your fists into a magical weapon. So they now overcut. So your fists slash martial weapons, because you've only ever really used your fists, now count as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attack and damages. Yeah, it'll just give you a bit of a boost. Uh, Picasso putting his hand through the wall, pulling his hand back and kind of just looking at it for a minute, would then probably go back to crying and waiting to get to New Atlas. As the camera pans through the hole and up the stairs, it flies over the um, orange glowing streets to a lie. What are you currently up to? Mm-hmm. A lie probably hasn't spoken in hours and is just sat there, kind of. You know, like you know, like those memes where you see the people trying to do all the numbers. 
it's that but yeah. Eli trying to figure out all the scenarios and see if there's any scenario in which there is any fucking hope just you stand there just contemplating everything it's it's a lot to be fair and as and as you stand there yeah the bag does the light have a, because I always assume when it comes to like explorer packs dungeoneer packs they've got some kind of backpack whether it's like on their shoulder or on a belt whatever so where does the light keep like, their bag? Uh, satchel um you suddenly f- you feel like a weird poke as you're and look at your satchel as it starts to vibrate <laughs> Unzip, like what are you doing? And as you open up, open up the bag, the stark haziness starts pouring out of it. As you look in and see Vaughn's mask just vibrating viciously. Guess I'll pick it up. And as you. And as you pick it up, it glows for a second, becoming extremely hot, before it just disintegrates into dust. And as you look down at the dust cloud, your fingertips start to turn black. Caitlin is resisting the urge to lick the dust. Elias not. Caitlin's default was like, eh. <laughs> what the fuck is this? As you just like examine your hands, you give them just a poke and your fingers feel cold suddenly. And as you just like point your hand up to examine it, but just use the sun to examine it. This weird, dark, like, pulse shoots out your hand, going up to about 150 foot away from you before this huge explosion of necrotic energy shoots out in a wave. Well. (laughs) Your boon is as carrying the mask it got damaged in the fray recently. So it's so as it's been destroyed, it's channeled its necrotic energy into you. So once per long rest on a DC of 18, you can cast on the DC that the target has to beat, you can cast Circle of Death at eighth level. And then must wait till a long rest to be able to use it again. For example, it's basically fireball, just necrotic, and at 8th level, it does 12d6 necrotic damage. Well, that's horrifying. (laughs) So, as you sort of just look down at your hand in shock, you suddenly feel the ground start to vibrate, before hearing loud footsteps 
Picasso at this point, you can also hear these footsteps. You don't feel the vibration as you're out on the water, but through the hole in the um, side of your bedroom, you can just hear quiet but rumbling footsteps. You just see one giant turtle or turtle eye, just like looking through the whole giant hole that my fist made. I'm not leaving my room, but I am interested in what's making this noise. I can't help myself. Alive, as you're not on the ship, you're the first to see it. Storming past you, about 20 foot tall, is a T Rex that seems to head straight past you as you stand in this corner. And as you try to comprehend what it is, you see three halflings and a hyena on its back, heading straight towards the ship. You could just hear the dial-up noises coming from a lie, and <laughs> he looks at this like, what the fuck? Picasso, as you poke your head, poke your eyeball through the um, hole in the ship, you see a T-Rex coming down the docks. I, I know that I'm like really upset right now, but I don't usually see stuff like when I'm real upset. This is this is something weird here, Brass. As the T-Rex approaches, um, Ran, the effects of polymorph start to wear off and the crew get ready to like spring into action and fight this T-Rex before you just like shrink back down to your regular Ran size. Picasso, you see in I'd say okay I'd say well, I could see it from the end of the dock as well you just watch the T-Rex suddenly shrink back down into Ran at least say I've still got the hyena and all the halflings start off me like a totem pole uh, make me make me a strength saving throw at disadvantage oh my never guess you'll never guess what I've fucking left my tablet for my next sheet on upstairs uh, five plus seven for you. String same throw because twenty-four string. See, you guys aren't as experienced as I am as moving around your own home and playing D and D in all the different rooms. <laughs> you gotta have, you gotta have a travel tray. said, "Shut up, chat." <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a travel tray. Moving microphone. Oh, uh, that's a drop of crit money. So, my lowest on the dice is a 14. But Ran now has a slightly ridiculous modifier to strength saves. Well, it's changed overnight. So I still, I believe that pushes it up to like a 27. I have shit because of your luck stone, it's plus 13 to strength saves, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You, um... You sort of lose your balance for a second as your tail shrinks and you're suddenly getting used to your own null feet footing again. But you do manage to balance three halflings and a hyena on your back. It's Aww. difficult, but you just Warren. managed it. Warren was enjoying being T Warren was going smash. I'm going to roll a dexterity saving throw for the um, hyena. Actually, you roll it because you've got a she. I forgot I haven't got a she, have I? Oh, for fuck's sake, I've rolled a she, 
Because he's got because he's got three halflings on his back, so let's see if he can actually manage to stay stay on. Seventeen. He stays on for about another ten seconds before falling off and taking the three halflings with him. Can I try and style landing out? No. You fall like six foot reed. <clears throat> and you're also quite badly wounded. Yeah, I've, I've got a few wounds from, from the fight. <clears throat> Thank you, man. Branded very good. <clears throat> Me to push him to the back of his feet and look around the ship and say, like, Is everybody aboard? Shit. No, you two. You, you go. You, you're gonna come with us, alright? I mean, I assumed that was obvious. As as me gets up and starts, I'll decide starting to limp up the um, gangplank, followed by Lana and Tony making sure she's alright. <sighs> Six months ago, I didn't know I had a sister. Reader is turning his heel and head back up. The gang playing on the ship as well. Can I just try and slip on without people noticing me? Uh, there's a lot going on, so you can make me a stealth check. Yes, boss. <laughs> okay. Crit 20 plus 5. I am the knight. Yeah, where are you going? Uh, I'm probably just gonna go down to part of the hold where I know where I know it's quieter okay on the 25 yeah sure sneak onto the ship no one even realises that you boarded do that thing where you put a barrel over you and like stop every time someone <laughs> Why are we moving a cardboard box onto the ship? Oh, don't worry about it, it's fine. <laughs> don't throw me overboard. The full metal guitar. <laughs> well, Alex did say that she, that, that Alir was snaked onto the ship. Mm-hmm. Bottom. What are the rest of you up to? Anne is currently scooting on the deck of the ship because being with T-Rex is probably quite tiring. Pete, the the crew are like while they were over the initial shock, some of them are trying to comprehend the fact that there's suddenly a hyena on the ship. But most seem more surprised the fact you're a T-Rex, Ran. Yeah, now Ran's just spread out, probably getting in everyone's way, but she's tired, so this is where she will lay. In my head, being a, being a T-Rex is hard on the muscles. Null and I, you know, just laying out like rugs on the deck. Need to get ahead with Kevin, just to uh, patch himself up a little bit before he <laughs> sees the group. 
mean, you're the captain, Reed, so it's yeah. on you when we depart. Yeah. Reed's been five minutes in the cabin, just just cleaning up his wounds, basically, because he can. Uh, he'll he'll heal one for you later on, but he needs to be able to up really. So he uh, does that, and then heads and then head down to the deck. You hear from below deck the castle screaming, "Can we like go, bros?" Okay, we look around. Doesn't see a lie anywhere. So Reed, Reed jumps up onto a barrel and whistles loudly to uh, attract everyone's attention. Basically, everyone turns up. Even, even Scout, who's lying on the floor, just like lifts up his head and stares. Right, guys, we set sail for you, nor from for you, nor via New Atlas. Okay. A lie has not joined us. Ran is now first mate. The fun because Rand's taking the start taking the death. This is a decision I have taken. There's been no dis- no debate about it. Rand has proven themselves to be a phenomenal part of his crew. Ran. Welcome to the first mate role. Right. <clears throat> Let's set sail guys. Anchors up. Go. We just hop down. Yeah, with no captain, the crew shifts their ass into gear, anchor comes up, sails are dropped as they let the wind grab the sails and we sail off into the sun. So there is about a four week time skip to sail from here to New Atlas. So is there anything specific anyone wants to do in that time period? Any RP moments, any interactions, things they intended to do that they want to do while we're sailing? Hmm. I guess it all depends on if a lie stays in a barrel for, for, for that many weeks. <laughs> I suppose that's a question for Caitlin to answer. Yeah. <laughs> Ally will emerge at one point, but only to go and find Lauren and kind of inform her that... Because Lauren knew I was coming. Like, I told her beforehand. Because we had an agreement that either we both go or neither of us go. So I'm going to go find her and just be like, yes, I made it, hello. But I'm not planning on revealing myself. It's like, Ram's a great first mate, and Picasso doesn't want to see me, so... Okay, um... As you go into Lauren's room... It's empty. It looks like gear has been packed. And... You notice a note sat on the, um, bedside cabinet with your name written on the front of it. <sighs> Let's read the note from, I guess, my runaway girlfriend. 
And I would kind of read it and be like, if I'm not going to like it, it probably means you're in danger. I trust you. Why am I saying that out loud? She's not fucking here. And I'll kind of retreat to my corner and just kind of shut down because I don't need to eat, drink, or breathe. So it's not like I need any provisions. <laughs> I'm gonna just turn myself off before we. <laughs> and if anyone finds me like, like shut down behind a barrel, that's on them. We'll get back to that in a minute. Um, Matt, yeah. were you gonna say were you about to do something again? What was it? Uh, I was gonna do that before we left the Atlas. See it? What? Try and bump into a lie? Um, I I don't know about. I was gonna if I if a lie was out and about, I was going to do that. But if a lie hadn't revealed herself at any point, Reed's not going to be looking for her because Reed, as far as he's concerned, isn't on the ship. She that she's stowaway. She's stowaway, which means plank awaits. <laughs> Come at me. Rita probably has spent the time healing up. I'm guessing that we've had a long rest. Yeah, you you and Rand have had a long rest at this point. Good love. You make your way around just doing your rounds of the day. Bib is pretty resilient when it comes to sailing. Um turns out that um because obviously Esme went to see um, the doctor while she was on the ship and it turns out she does have quite a few broken bones so she is out of action at the moment. Mm. Uh, Lana has been tending to her. I will swing by their cabin after later on night. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ran and Scout, are you up to anything? At one point, Ran probably moved from her position in the middle of the deck to put her head up as close to the edge as she can. Scout follows and puts his head on the edge as well. I guess they're sitting in a way that's very streamlined, so they're not adding too much drag to the ship. As, as the ship sails through, Ran, you... It's very quiet, because Picasso doesn't really ever emerge again so and since he's locked you out of the room you and Bib out of the room you and Bib have had to find some new quarters for now but Scout Scout's good at keeping company and let's just say with the amount of people you ate in that prison you've got some pretty terrible farts at the moment you even cough up you even cough up a bit of plate mail at some point some just <laughs> chunks of plate mail a lot of people died in that prison Ryan is thinking maybe metals is not good for eating. Oh, is Picasso's okay. stick. Sorry, continue. Also nonsense, Ran finds a rope and teaches Scout how to play her favourite game, which is tug of war against Bib. She hasn't won yet, but she still hasn't given up. Make me a athletics check. I'm gonna quickly I'm gonna quickly see if I've actually still got Bib's sheet. Because he has, and he scaled. <laughs> Ibs is a character who has ridiculous nice. strength, ridiculous con, but nothing else. 
Nah, that's only a 23. Plus. Yeah, it's still it's still a game of that. He 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 seems to struggle a little bit with your newfound strength, but he still doesn't give up the rope. Get you'll beat him someday. You know that much. And Picasso, anything from? Anything from your room? Uh, Picasso would have had to come out like probably a couple times just to go and grab supplies, but just been a sulking teenager the whole time. Just head down and once again, just prone to bouts of rapid emotional change. Like you'd see him like as Picasso would go, just maybe laughing ma manically, or it could be, you know, crying under like under his hands as he's walking to get supplies the few times he has to go. But no, in general, spending his time in his room waiting to get to New Atlas. Pirate Queen's the only one who can help right now. He did mark down, though, that Furry Bro was a T-Rex and to remember to say, fucking sweet, bro. But that's for after more serious things are handled. There's a time and a place for everything. Commenting on tyrannical features is a time is a later time thing. Um, Reed, what was the last? What did you want to get up to again? We want to check in with Esme and with uh, Lana. Yeah, now he's got a chance to talk properly. I'd say they're probably on the deck in. Esme's a very hands-on person, so yes, they got some. It's got like a couple broken ribs, but they're after like a few days of rest, they're still hard at work. Yeah, we would have side up as I'm guessing they're working on, I'm guessing they're like taking part in the rigging or something. And we would just like hop up on a barrel next to it or whatever. So, Esme, we need to talk. I guess we do. You are aware of who I am, right? Oh, you sound like that annoying little goblin from the heist we did. Your name's Esme Toscobble, yes? Yes. I'm Reed Toscobble. I'm your brother. There's plenty of Toscobbles out there. Oh, that wasn't quite as promiscuous as you think from that sort of thing. Um, that might be as though you are my sister. I know this because Auntie Chentrix passed away. And in her will, I don't get anything without your co-signatory. You get half, I get half. I don't even know who Auntie Chentrix is. She knew you. So there's no point in telling me about her, because no idea who she is. Well, she clearly knew of you, and she thought something of you to put you in the will. So, if you don't want nothing to do with family side of things, then that's fine. But you're entitled to half the money, so you can take your half and want to split, you can want to do so. But we're going to New Atlas, and that's where it is anyway. 
it's convenient. So much. That's a lot to comprehend. Yeah. Oh. I've been never said he was with anyone else before. I always thought it was just me. Yeah, no. I can. I would apologize on behalf of my lineage for that. In any case, it is what it is. Uh, I've got to say that you have got some of the family values in you. Uh, you're an incredibly good rogue. Don't pull your eyes at me like that, Caden. <laughs> but, yeah, so yeah, you're, you're welcome to stay on the ship as long as you want, as far as I'm concerned. You're family, so, you know, you're welcome to stay. Okay? You haven't got to. You're welcome to. Well, considering the shit that you... Um, she she looks over at Ran. Um, Ran? Yes. Considering the shit that me, you, Ran, and Lana pulled, I somehow don't think ever going back to that city is a good idea. Not the four of us, anyway. Eh, maybe not. Ran did like a kick-ass T-Rex, though. Reed will then look, look to Lana like, how are you doing? Everything's been a lot recently, but it could be worse. It could be much worse. Um, I thought I'm glad you're okay. Excuse me, rolls her eyes. Are you trying? Yeah, if you, um, Reed looks very uncomfortable at this point, but he does say, if you fancy a nightcap one night, just feel free to sleep by the cabin anytime, I'll be happy to share a glass. Make me a make me a charisma check, Reed. Just charisma? Yes, just charisma. As you said yourself, you did it very awkwardly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my and my plus four from charisma. That's twenty-three. That's my D twenty. It was way easier than Chris out. <laughs> You don't get an answer, but uh, she does get some rosy cheeks. And at that point, <laughs> Esme looks at you like, "Are you just with a razor eyebrow? Like, are you seriously gonna keep putting us through, putting her through this?" Well, she, 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 she said, "Did she?" Or she's very obvious saying that. No, no, that's just the facial expression you were getting from her. Really sort of hurt. That. Ed may have just basically cock blocked him. We can walk over half. Moving on from that. Yes, thank you. Yes, moving on from that interesting attempt from Reed. After four long weeks at sea, you eventually start to reach the port of New Atlas. Let's just see if Biv can park the ship. Yeah, he can park the ship properly without hitting anything. And as you see New Atlas in the distance, 
you see a groomy war damaged town and shipwrecks and shipwrecks that are starting to head out to sea just off the city as you can tell from the sights and the smell of burning smoke that this town has quite recently been in a fight. But as as the boat reaches the port, Bib parks it up and the anchors are dropped. What do you guys like to do? I mean, the moment we're close enough, Eli's going to yeet themselves off and kind of zip their way towards where they met with fear in that last time because chances are that's where the others are going to end up and Eli doesn't want the awkward travel journey of hi I stowed away on your ship lol uh, make me a stealth check against the other three's perceptions oh no <laughs> you just see this blur it's a dirty 20 from me scout can roll as well if he wants to his perception is not that great. 24. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, is it rolling normally? Oh, for you, it. No. You've got the smoke cloud in your smell. Nah, for you, it's a wiggle sniffer joke. You don't get to do enough wiggle sniffer jokes. That's so sweet. 20 plus 9. pinpoints I only got a 17 so everyone notices I am like full on dashing gloves of speed and everything yeah I was gonna say yeah what I was gonna say is you you do notice someone leap from the side of the ship but they're gone as fast as you spot it Um, Rand's wiggle sniffer, could she tell who that was? Hmm. You got a 29, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's as enough. high as Rand can get. That is more than enough. Ah, there goes Ally. What? What? Rand said what Rand said. I heard you. Just... Wow. What? What other explanation could it be? To be fair, she can run faster than I can look. Bet she can run faster than I can drink. <sighs> so. Uh, don't know. Don't give Ali that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> right, in any case. Oh, hands! Like a bag of hands is just emptied onto the deck. <laughs> 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 Read the written Right. Everyone prepare the ship for our departure. We don't know how long we're going to be. Okay, we've got to get shit done. Reed will look for um, Captain, what's his name? You know, the uh, idiot that was, that was shuttling. Wait, the idiot who what? We're shuttling to New Atlas. Didn't we bring someone with us? 
You mean Rourke? Yeah. The fucking uh, governor. <laughs> I couldn't remember who it was or something. Had me fucking on complete blank the feet. Please cut this is that. Why you make notes, Thomas? I did. Do you know? I didn't probably have. Probably had, I didn't even look at my notes. I'm stupid. Oh yeah, Rourke's ship. Yeah. My bad. You can see the heat. You can see Rourke's ship a couple spaces over, but there's not only like a a riot of um, civilians at the end of the dock, booing and shouting about it. There's also um, a lot of uh, Fia's guards at the. the gangplank of it in trying to stop calm down the um rioting you don't see him from where you're standing oh the booing's gonna be distracting anyway that's yeah that let us get back to fear palace anyway so okay land team okay uh ran picasso and scout with me Yeah, Scout looks at you, Ran, like... Yeah. Uh, Ran, Scout looks at you, like... Who the fuck's this guy talking to? Ran just rolls the lights and gestures from along. As you gesture that, he gives you a nod and trots along. Okay. Hey, it's made Lana. Do you want to come here with Worm? Oh, for fuck's sake. He turns on his heel. Put the shotgun over his shoulder and and uh, head for the game bank. Picasso, are you good? Oh, Picasso's long gone. Oh god. Picasso, the minute the anchors dropped, was off the side of the ship, and is already making his way uh, to where he would think Thea would be at this time. Oh god. Ran after him. <laughs> so Ran is thinking maybe next time we are putting leashes on everyone. <laughs> I won't. I'm not against that idea. I'll be honest, Ran. At this point, this is like, I'll pick up Reed, <laughs> put him on our shoulders, and then yeet. <laughs> ah! <laughs> they ran running on all fours like a horsey. <laughs> the lie you've got, you've got a little bit of a lead. So you're the first one to arrive. Um, it's pretty chaos through this city. Like, you can see the um, damage of a recent fight that was here. A lot of buildings have got like cannonball holes in them. There's body, there's like body piles from where they've um, obviously burnt corpses to stop them, like causing infection and disease. It's looking rough here. And there's a lot. There's a lot of guards and other soldiers out in the out in the streets, just trying to search for stuff and keep the peace. As civilians seem to, some panic and some rebuild, and some just do what they can to stay mentally stable at the moment. But. You're the first to arrive at the castle. There doesn't appear to be any guards around, but the gate is sealed because normally it is open, but 
when, when they arrive, the gate is sealed at the moment. And you kind of shout out to see if anyone's like just in a guard station or something instead of out the front? You don't get any answers, but about two, three minutes later, you hear um, big heavy stomps as Picasso is the next to arrive, as if this was the Top Gear show. As Picasso does come around the corner and up to the gate. Angry like, have you, like, uh, seen, like, Thea yet, like, as the pirate queen here? Don't know. I'm guessing she'd be inside, so I'm gonna go over the gate. Yeah, Picasso's I'll... already... <laughs> is already moving. We're the minute Eli said gate. no... Yeah, the minute Eli said no, Picasso, once again, is still not really sure about Eli. The last thing Picasso really remembered about Eli is the fact that they are basically working for the person who's trying to kill Elder Tortle. So that's still still rolling around in Picasso's brain at this time. So the minute Eli said no, just straight turned and was beginning to climb the gate. Not about going through it, but I like the queen, so I'm not going to wreck her stuff. That's fair. And as you start to make your way over the gate, so you um, ran and read, you turn the corner with scout just a few feet behind you as he sort of like does what Izzy does when she's running too fast and sort of slides on the corner <laughs> you see the two of them hoisting themselves over this massive gate and looks over her shoulder read are you ready aye, aye. Can, can I see the other side of the gate yes it's a um it's like a fenced gate, so you can okay. see through it. Okay, I I am um, think to man. Oh, hang on, I need to check something before I do actually. Do. I don't want to make a fool of myself. That's for okay. change. You do that on a regular basis, anyway. Yes, yes. But you know, it's gonna be a long day, and I don't really want to make a complete mess of this. Okay, I can't do that with somebody. Okay, fine. Okay, I'll hold on to Ram. You're going to try and miss his step, weren't you? Yep. I could do it myself. I couldn't run Ram. So. I'm just going to take a running jump at the gate. Just like back up several paces and then sprint all fours. The gate's like 10 foot high, but. Because of your strength score, I'm willing to say you can roll for it. Let's try and hurt myself over. Yeah, we'll say there's some like repair repair units and other crates sat near the near to the fence, so you can use them as like a assistive leap. Uh, So make me a make me a strength check. As you take this run and jump, you hit the crate and leap. You're um you do bang one your back left foot on the um gate which stings as you fly over it, but you do land on the other side. Scout not being quite as 
quite as strong enough to do that, does like jam his head through the gate. He he like pops his first half through, and then you just hear a horrific snap as he manages to pull his like back legs through. Before you hear another horrific snap as his legs seem to repair itself. And he's fucking once again this uh, monstrosity of a hyena. That is going to take some getting gifts too. But that man will carry on running. Reed immediately cries. <laughs> Scout immediately follows in tow. But as you do approach the um, big doors of the um, castle, Picasso goes to push on it and it seems like the door is locked. But once again, maybe it's just like there's extra guards in the city to help with um, whatever has happened here, but there's no guard seems to answer as Picasso, Picasso pushes on the door, which appears to be locked. As Reed and Ran and Scout catch up to you, Eli. And this is the first time you probably see Scout as well. The hyena, okay, sure. He's just like a three foot tall hyena who stares at you, who stares at you like inquisitively. Are there any windows? Uh, not on the ground floor, no. Is there a lock on the uh, on the door? No, the keyhole. Yes, there is. Reed. Reed will uh, look at a lie and say, "It's good to see you." Just pick the fucking lock, Reed. Reed will then proceed to pick the lock. Okay, roll me a thief stool check. Okay, 26. Yeah, because why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Well, yeah. I rolled an 11, I get plus 15. It's brilliant, that is. Yeah, so as you um, fiddle with the lock, it takes about 30 seconds or so, but the um, lock does click as the doors creak open slightly. It makes sense if it harder to open a bit longer he's thief queen so DC 25 it was yeah. but the doors are unlocked stickman salmon <laughs> let's go uh I guess check throne room first well that's where Eli's going the rest of you do whatever the fuck you do probably a good idea to Stick together best we can at the moment. It's we don't know what how bad this city is. We don't know if it's going to collapse. We need to stick together probably. So Reed will offer the suggestion of sticking together. Yeah. I would say basically just as Reed is saying, stick together. Picasso is a total on a mission and is already just if he sees a lie going one way, he's going the other way to try and just find Thea. Right, we're gonna go. We'll go this way. Okay. Reed will uh, climb back onto Rand's shoulders. Rand will carry Reed along into a brisk trot. <laughs> so you can hear it's like kick, 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 kick. So you turn in left where Picasso's going or right where Eli was going? Neither, I'm gonna go through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Through the wall. 
<laughs> Even Reed behind you is somehow rank now traveling through walls. Oh, no. It turns out Rand's the ghost of a child who died four thousand years ago. They're trapped in the body of a hyena for some reason. Or a null. That's deep. <sighs> Rand will follow Picasso. Because, you know, old habits die hard. Uh, both make me investigation checks, please. Um Eli, you make me an investigation check, and with um, you three, either one of you can make it with advantage, or you can each roll. All roll, and yeah. Uh, Picasso is up front, so I'd say Picasso would probably roll his own, just kind of opening every door as he goes along as well, and just going, Theo! Theo! Uh, but I rolled a 15, so I don't get anything for investigation, so... Heart of the Die, 15. One plus three. So, one. I'm guessing that because I'm holding on to Rand, I just can't focus. Trying to keep your grip as Rand charges down the corridor. Yeah. Rand's probably got to drift around every corner. <laughs> loving it. But I got a 15 plus 3. So 18, I think. 18. Uh, what did I like it? 17 plus 5, 22. Damn, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll follow um, follow Ran and Picasso first. Uh, Ran and Picasso is you two. Is Ran starts to catch up with you, Picasso. Um, you charge, you steam around the corner in um both charge into Lou, who almost gets knocked over, but she manages to um manage to keep her balance. And she's about to say something until she sees Ram behind you and her tail starts going. Oh, yours is back. Hey, it's Lou. Ran is back. This is Scout. Picasso is somewhere. I don't know if Picasso's charged off already. Uh Picasso would stop and just staring at Lou. And like the like, he would smile for a second, but then once again back to his serious face. Just Lou, like, where's the pirate queen? Oh, they were, uh, they they were just at um, they were just at the um, courtroom. I can show you where that is. Oh, like go, like Lou, we got like go. It we we got something kind of important because the governor is here. Like, like, Lou, like, there's, like, nothing more important than, like, what I got to ask the Pirate Queen, so, like, no offense, but, like, less talking and, like, more showing us where, like, the courtroom is, bruh. Oh, you'll see how it is. Lou will show you where, show you where the others are. Like, I'm, like, really sorry, bruh, like, I don't like to be, like, this kind of turtle, but, like, right now, like, shit's, like, hit the fan, bruh, so, like, we gotta, like, go. So Lou will start leading you in that direction. She keeps looking back to see Ran and Scout, and just the tail gets a, the tail wag just gets a little stronger every time. And she shows you in that direction. Uh, a lie as you start to um, make your way down the right passageway. Um, you eventually bump into. Let's see. 
let's pick four characters and see who we get on video four. Um, you bump as you come around the corner. You um, run into Leonardo. If you said fan, oh. I was about to throw hands because I'm not <laughs> acting both people at once. Yeah, you, Leon, Leonardo comes on the corner. Oh, what? A lie? It's been a while. Oh. Hi. Uh, a lot of shit's hit the fan. The Queen is in imminent danger. Oh, the... Yes, shit did hit the fan yesterday. We're, um... And then the governor turned up this morning, so I'm currently on my He's way to the courtroom. He's with us, technically. He's fine. I will come explain. Yes, I'm... We're just meeting in the courtroom now, so... I'll show you where that is. It's How did you get him. in? I vaulted over the gate. Alright, install a higher gate. Noted. Like, follow well, me. Yeah. Install a higher gate because a total uh, human and a very spriggy knoll could get over it. Well, the Picasso and the others are here as well, are they? I... I don't know where they're going. The turtles are in danger. So Picasso is kind of one track mind currently. Some um, rule explain that this, this morning, but it's all a bit up in the air because obviously he's been an enemy of ours. And then suddenly he turns up here saying he wants an alliance. So it is on my mind, but. Yeah, I can I suppose, give some hearing context. it from other people. Hearing it from other people does scare me a bit more now, if that's true. Right, I'll show you where it is. You can see um, Leonardo's definitely gone a bit like paler in the skin now that some now that a second person has said the torsals are in danger. But he shows you where the. Um, courtroom is and as and as um, we go through the um, hallways we come back to Ran Picasso Ran Picasso Reed, Lou and Scout, I'll get there in a minute there's a lot of names as um, she knocks on the door and as the as she knocks on the door and opens it, you're introduced to this large um, circular room with the um, made of marble. You got the um, steps going down into this big ring, and there's at the top on the other end you've got this long table with um, multiple chairs. Right, if you guys just wait down in the um, stage area that down there. Um, I will go see where the others are, as I'm kind of busy just making sure the city stays uh, safe, I guess. But Lou will see you later. Thank you, Lou. Lou stares intently. Um, oh, you first. I was just going to say, Picasso is just practically vibrating at this moment, just between the nervous anxiety and just knowing that things need to get done. Picasso, are you okay? 
Not now, bastard, bro. Like, not, not like, like, not now, bro. As um, Lou takes one more, like, intrigued look at Scout, who looks back at her, like, they just understand each other perfectly. Lou makes her departure. And just moments later, Leonardo and Eli head into this um, room. And his, um, Picasso, he's definitely looking a lot paler, like you are at the moment. And as he does see you in the room, his shoulders do, um, is like, he does soften up a bit as his shoulders slump slightly. It's good to see you, brother. Picasso is definitely taller than Leonardo. But, like, in one second, it seems like Picasso is much smaller than Leonardo as Picasso just literally, like, hugs on to Leonardo and basically just starts talking at a thousand miles a second, like, going over everything. But basically every other word is Elder Tortles in trouble. But it's it's almost, incon- like, it's not understandable to a normal person, but they were, you know, brothers, so they get it, but... Picasso is just a wreck as he's like just latched on to Leo. It, he gives you the kind of grip like he's never going to let you go. That would most likely like snap a regular person in half, but being a total, you're resilient enough to take the hug. I know, I know. We're like, bro, bro, we, we like. Soon. We gotta go. We gotta go, bro. Like, I know we like the the queen knows how to get there. Like, we gotta like get her. Like, that's all we gotta do. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go, bro. She'll be here in a minute with the others. We we'll finish up this trial and then we'll get going. All right. And you see, Picasso just doesn't have like any words at this moment. Picasso just he doesn't. He's not well enough equipped to deal with this kind of trauma at this age wasn't expecting this to be his journey with that Leo Leo after Leo lets you go he starts to head to one of the chairs one of the council chairs before um, taking a seat as he just lets out this big sigh as he seems to just deflate in his chair like he's a bit shorter than Picasso by a couple inches but he's um He's still this, like, big hulking Goliath of a torso, but just in his current, like, mental state, he seems just so small at the moment. As, um, Victor uh, and... I was, gonna say, I was just going to say, Picasso will look finally at Furry Bro and be like, Furry Bro, like, I'm really sorry that, like, I locked you out of the room and everything, but, like... Like, I, I promise, like, I'll make it up to you, like, after everything's okay, bruh. He's fine. We're, we're trying to understand that this Picasso journey and Picasso journey is very hard. It's maybe much harder than Picasso expecting. Ren is not sure how Picasso journeys work. She still hasn't quite gotten past the point of calling all totals Picassos. No, like, bruh, like, I don't know, like, I'll just, we just gotta get, like, back and, like, save Elder Tortle, like, he's got, like, gotta be there to, like, show the next, like, generation of Tortles what to do. Also, this is Scout. Scout is cool. 
Scout is on breaking Scout's bones, and then bones is healing, and Orion is wishing that Orion could do that. Wait to get high enough. He's probably chewing his own foot or something by now. Yeah, at this point he's like the, um, I can't remember what the hyena's called, but from, um, the Lion King, he's just like, Ed. sat on his ass. Like, yeah, like shooting up as he's like chewing on it. And as you mentioned his name, he stops chewing and his eyes just look. Scout is, um, not so very bright, but he is good. Special. Look, Scout, bro, I promise, like, later at a different point like you and i'll be some like real good friends bro but like right now like i gotta deal with some stuff bro looks at you for a second longer before his eyes turn back to his foot and he continues to chew it before stopping in lying down properly um at this point fear invictus walk into the room victus Definitely looks a bit more um, aged since you've seen him in. Fear looks like tired and like she's been dragged for a hedge backwards. As with a, just a swift wave of her hand, the door is behind her slam shut. Sorry for the terrible introduction. Um, a lot's gone on in, let's be honest, I, I didn't think you guys were coming back. He always come back. Let's... Let's discuss what's going on. Okay, um... As you can see outside, yesterday we were... attacked by pirates. They... They... They came in good numbers and laid waste to... a lot of people here. But we've managed to... We managed to hold our own and save as many people as we can. And then this morning, Rourke showed up, claiming that the torsos were in danger, Vaughn was reborn, and some half god is going to destroy us all. And that you guys were coming as to vouch for him. Obviously, so much has happened in the last 24 hours. I can't really process what's gone on, so... Hopefully, you guys can confirm what's going on. Well, I'll dig out the um, letter that they found in the King's private study that outlines a good deal of all of this kind of just hands it over because material evidence is easier than word of mouth she starts to read it and victus like gets on his tippy toes and looks up because i mean the dude's like three foot six so he's a big lad for a halfling so he like gets onto his tippy toes and tries peeking at the letter leonardo gets up from his chair and walks over to look They scan the letter in fear. Looks up at you, Eli. The brand and stuff is at the connection, I'm guessing. 
Avius is my patron. That's why I'm not dead. Though I will be soon. As someone who's in a pact herself, I I do understand where sometimes these things can't be helped in things aren't always laid out in front of you and sometimes you just got to make a rash decision and go with it and the consequences get dropped on your head later I didn't know that them and the cult were working together he told me to seek out and like destroy the remains of the cult and that aligned with our interests so I went with it and it turns out I've just eliminated all his opposition for him and made it easier. Also, the king turns into a giant blue dragon. Yeah, that was enlightening, wasn't it? Literally. Okay. Right, um, wait here for a minute. Uh, Leonardo, come with me. Um, just wait here for a minute. We'll be with you in a minute. As Fiora and Leonardo head out of the room, Leonardo gives you just a um, curtain or Picasso before he makes his way out of the room. Even uh, you Picasso guys, is just kind of like, drained of all emotion. It's just kind of standing there, like still vibrating with like, but just with no words to say. Did you say Victus is still in the room? Brown will go and nudge him, like Victus. Remember where? Yes, Ron, it's good to see you. As he envelops you in a hug. Yeah. A lie. The castle. Reed. Yeah, I see you've yeah. gained a little bit of muscle, Reed. Thank you. I'm not entirely at the compliment. How's Quinton? Uh, Quinton is currently managing paperwork for Fieras. She deals with the carnage outside. Oh, it's... I definitely busy. I definitely busy. Just, just if you get a chance, you just say please, we say hi. So, I'll see if he's got the time to come around. Yes, hello, Izzy. That's my arm you just licked. Yes, I'll see if he's got the time to come around to see you. I'm sure you'd be glad to know that you've returned. Mm. A crazy situation, though, isn't it? Somewhat. I mean, we are literally facing down the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. still trying to process it, to be honest. I mean, first we get attacked, and then the governor comes saying the turtle's in danger, and now we just have written proof that the end is coming, apparently. So, still trying to process it, basically. Even a few weeks before, is it? Thankfully for us. Although I'm not entirely it's sure. a long few weeks. Though I'm not entirely sure Reed looks at Picasso. I'm not sure all of us have fully processed it yet. Even B, Reed. It wasn't, it wasn't a dig. I felt the same way regarding Lola in the past. I can relate to this. We all can. And talk about about not just speaking about others in their pain. 
and you cannot fully understand. That's fair. Knowing that read is meaning good, but you are not able to feel what others is feeling. No. That's true. I'm sorry, Picasso. Picasso has taken to pacing and is just staring at the door where Thea and Leo left and isn't paying attention to any of you at this time and is just basically making the same five-step walk back and forth over and over just staring at the door. Eyes eyes are just tracking Picasso back and forth with kind of a pained expression. That's why like everybody else thinks for I'm back awkwardness. Reed wants to talk to a lie, but Reed knows a lie is going to put it as gut in like a fish. Having his mouth is when. A lie does give Ran a little smile and says, congrats on the promotion. Straight up. And it stops. It's silent as Fate just goes and takes a seat in the silence for what feels like it drags on for an eternity. You hear commotion outside the door before the door opens. Um, Rourke is brought in, currently wearing handcuffs, and as well as um, some like half-elf in, um, in rags, who also comes in in handcuffs, followed by Fia, Leonardo, Lou, and a couple guards, and like this nine foot tall Goliath who you've never seen before, who's dressed up in quite a nice tunic and has a um this beautiful golden pocket watch just attached to his belt. Is it scaled? He shuts Hmm? Is it scaled? To his side because he that'd be huge for Reed. <laughs> yeah, so he's got he's got this quite he's got this quite nice setup and he's just very tidy with just very thin stubble in a shaved head, just a little bit of stubble growing up the top. And as in all traditional Goliath fashion, he is absolutely ripped as he shuts the door behind him. Right, everyone take a seat. Um, by the way, this is Mr. Armstrong. He'll, um, he's with the Oasis Corporation, but we'll get to that later. That's not, that's not a big matter at the moment. Is he as he um, goes and takes a seat of his own. Right. One of you two. One of you. Would you like to discuss the letter again? Tell us what's... What is their plan? I'll talk. <laughs> the letter was retrieved from the King's private office during an event. It's... A communication that essentially reveals that the king has been a part of this cult the whole time. That their end goal is to resurrect the half-god Avius and essentially remake the world into one of their image, wiping out races they don't like and essentially establishing a new empire. In order to do this, they need the Elder Tortle, for he knows where the key is to get the last remaining things they need for the ritual. And that 
I don't know whether you noticed in it, my queen, but there was a direct reference to an assassination attempt on you written in it. I that was the... I'm guessing that was the link to the attack yesterday where she points to um, the pirate in rags where a group of pirates ran by a UNT who goes by um, Queen of the Sea who after Powder Cake has probably become one of the most notorious pirates and this piece of shit gave us some interesting information yesterday speak please as he like doesn't talk he just like looks up smugly Lou comes up behind him and just like full on gives him a crack on the side of the head with her fist as the, as the um, pirate almost falls to the floor Jesus fucking Christ talk now well you see queen we had a deal after all this is over, we get to be a part of this new empire. We also get Eunoch in, in helping, in helping them take over, in killing you and helping capture the Torsals in Eunoch. The Queen of the Sea gets to keep it. A treasure, a new hideout, if you like. So you guys can make it over there, but You'll have to make it through her and, quite frankly, the best pirates on the sea. Mm. Oh, you're an idiot to think Avius would give you anything. Might not make it, but at least I know that our current monarchies will be dealt with. They'll be eradicated. We'll finally have freedom for everyone, not this prison we call kingdoms. Reed puts his hand up for a moment. But greatest of respect to all concerned here, how do we know you're telling the truth about the after part? I mean, you can find out, can't you, Reed? Reed, um, stands on his chair offline, um, and says, with permission, I would like to cast my zone of truth. Fia looks round at the others who seem who seem interested in the Goliath also gives her a nod. So she when she looks back at you, Reed, you can proceed. I proceed to cast zone of truth. And I focus um, it. Charisma save? Um I believe it's a charisma save if um they're unwilling. Morsi's unwilling, so. Hmm. So DC 17, is it? Uh, DC Charisma 17, yes. Which he fails gargantuanly, so. You see him, like, hold his head for a second as you can feel the spell start to linger and take effect. It's a 15 foot, um, it's a 15 foot sphere. Which would probably cover most of the table. Uh, that basically covers. If you're putting it on him, that would basically just center you, because this is a big ass room. 
Like I doubt the others are walking into your zone of truth. Getting getting a visual map of it, so is what you're saying the truth. Yes, it is. He can't lie in it. He can avoid answering, but he can't lie. As you say that, they just more intently focus in. Any questions from the floor? This Queen of the Sea, who is she? Her name is Lady Charlotte. She is a Yuan-Ti. Very gifted in the arcane. She is... She will take you in awkward ease. Picasso hadn't stopped, like, pacing that whole time. But at the mention of that, he does stop. And, like, with just fire in his eyes, is just, like, staring at that pirate for a second. And then just goes back to pacing, but now, like, with the full intent of just staring at this pirate as they continue to talk, but back and forth, almost like a caged lion, just going back the same five steps, basically wearing a hole into the floor of this five-step back-and-forth path. He looks over to you, Picasso, noticing this. Did I strike a nerve, did I? Picasso holds his tongue right now, but you can see just the bubbling anger that is the giant turtle that is pacing back and forth. Yeah, I think I struck a nerve. What are you doing? Trying to contain it. Knowing as fuck all you can do. Oh, shut up, you pirate swine. I'm not the one who's standing here walking around in circles, worrying while his home's being invaded and his people are being killed. Yeah, Picasso charges this dude at this second. Like a hand right to his throat. Can I grab Picasso, please? (laughs) Okay, it might be an attack roll. Uh, that is a 22. Yeah, that hits. What do I roll to intercept him? (laughs) Or pull him off? Um, you can make you can make me an opposed grapple. If you want to. I got a 30. I also got a 30. <laughs> Can I help? We also, oh. we're both just like, oh, no. I'd like to offer, like to, offer to cast Grease. How does that it's, help? Cur- it, does, it doesn't. You're currently focusing on Zone of Truth, and this all happens instantaneously, yeah. Reed. So bear, the chance bear, to react bear. isn't really there. But you're barely holding on to Picasso is. This rage-filled turtle is unbelievably, like, strong at this point. Picasso, this is what he wants. Picasso doesn't even have words, once again, at this moment, but instead of... It's it's just almost like a feral growl that you've never heard out of this very well-meaning turtle in general. But this is just... Just an angry, just grunt of... As Picasso does finally just steal the rage for a second before charging back to his pacing point and going back to the same five steps over and over. Just fire in his eyes, staring at this pirate. The pirate was definitely um, 
he had this like cockiness to him but that charge has definitely like made him take a step back as he's like seems a bit more intimidated by you now he just sort of hangs his head low a little bit do you have anything actually useful to give to us in stopping this attack or should i let that ball of rage over there tear you limb from limb why would i give you anything well i kind of looks at the ground and then is like fuck it and the brand on her left shoulder like glows and she's exuding the death energy it's like because I can make living so much worse than death. He'd hide behind his chair. <laughs> it is like a 30-foot cone of just fucking evil. It's a pretty tense energy. Uh, maybe an intimidation check. Uh, 21. He, um... There's like a singular like bead of sweat on his face as he is his breath gets a bit heavy. We're providing the marine assaults, keeping ships from entering. We've got a few ships docked outside in inside near the beaches. Vaughn's army is doing the rest. Is second in, he has a second in command in charge of this. Her name is Talia, I believe. And also, some old man named Ulfic. I say old man, I've never seen. You've never seen someone so good with a sword. He, as he, like, as, like, the fear is going for him, he. He sort of like slumps in defeat because at this point he knows he's given too much up. Kind of look back at Fear as if to say, Do you need anything else? We peeks out, Mafia not answering, we peeks out, they're like, How many ships? Go fuck yourself. Less than ten. He just looks away from the lot of you now. Is your answer? Still gonna be quite a lot against, against one ship. Civilian, I sentence you to execution with immediate effect. Picasso, would you like the honours? If not, he will he will be taken downstairs and beheaded. Oh, the minute that she said immediate execution, Picasso from that pacing turn and with just one giant hammer blow has already like just cracked him in the side of the head with all of his rage like if you've if you watch pro wrestling it's just basically a superman punch from roman reigns where i just jump and just wham and my fist would be the size of his head his body goes flying across the room smacking the um, wall as he just falls like a limp rug and i wipes blood off her face because she was right there And Picasso, once again, just not with words, just... <sighs> and then calms himself, and then just goes back to pacing. 
but now just staring at Thea. Right. Clearly, Rourke. Governor, your information is correct, as it would seem, as these individuals have confirmed what you have agreed and what you have informed us with, as well as the prisoner that was captured. So I propose that we take immediate effect and within the hour, we'll be leaving New Atlas to assist with the turtles. Victus, I need you to head to my ship, get it prepared and get a crew ready. Leonardo, I need you to gather supplies and have the ship ready and loaded within the hour. Yes, ma'am. Governor, you're free to go, and I'm assuming you're with us on this? Yes, I am. So it's free against an army. We can do this. The, um, the Goliath leans forward in his um, seat. The Oasis Corporation will have a shipment of medical supplies sent there first thing tomorrow morning. Thank you, Obadiah. Well, I must be on my way. As he gets up and heads out of the room himself, giving you all one last nod, is his heavy footsteps echo down the corridor. The governor is also swift to head out, followed by an escort of guards. Thea just sort of, with a big heavy sigh, stands up and walks down to you guys. You know, when we beat when we beat Vaughn and his other members, well, like 50 years ago, I think, maybe more. I thought that'd be the end of it. But here we are. Yeah. You know how I've always had the I don't really care attitude? I'm scared. I, I know. I've seen what Charlotte can do. She's got it's a scary situation. She's got magic beyond our imagination. We can't take the foot ahead, and we have to be clever about this. Add into the equation Vaughn, Talia, and Olver. This is gonna be. Messy. But we got three ships on our side. Mm. I've got. We've got my man of war. We got Rourke's man of war, and we have Duncan's ship, which is one of the fastest ships that have ever been made. We got this. She she puts a hand on um your shoulder, Picasso. We're going to do everything we can, all right? Picasso finally stops pacing and just looks down at Queen Thea, just just staring and just, like, the eyes of just absolute emotional distraught. He's 
as much as rage was what happened when he killed that pirate a second ago, the real emotion is just true and total fear. And right now, at this moment, helplessness, because they're just stuck here. And Picasso doesn't even know where they're going. So he just kind of stares at Thea with just, once again, the almost like blank, hopeless expression and just kind of nods at her. It's like a fuel. If you follow me for a minute, as we've got an hour before we're going. With that, she'll head out the room and see if you guys are interested. Hold on to step next to her. So I'm just kind of like, regardless. And I keep my voice low for this because I know the others won't like it. Regardless of what happens on Unorg. You cannot let Avius be resurrected. My grandmother used to... My grandmother was a firm believer of him, so... I know that what he is in... That he was a god of magic, but... I didn't think he was real, to be honest. There's so little on him. It's... It's basically a fairy tale at this point. You know the staff? cult we're after for so long. It's connected to him, isn't it? My bloodline trap helped trap him in there. And if it gets to a point where somehow he's about to come back and I'm on the other side, the others will hesitate. Do not hesitate. Fucking put me down. Put him down. No trace of him can stay. Of course. I will answer all the questions I can on him during the journey. But I cannot guarantee he will let me speak. Right. Let me show you all something. Something that might come in handy. As she starts to head down the right hand corridor from the front room. Not front room, courtroom. To be continued. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions. 